All right. Time's up. Let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. I wonder if I've done that before. What, just really upset somebody you're playing with? No, 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 no. <laughs> that that Leroy Jenkins in- intro on this podcast. I know I've upset people in games <laughs> that I've played. I've gotten messages from people that I've upset. I got a mess. Well, I got the starts of a message last night. So on PlayStation, hmm. the only way to send a message to somebody who's not a friend with you is you have to start a group first, a group mm. between you and that person. Uh-huh. And that's how you know a message is coming. Right. So <laughs> so I've seen this plenty of times now where people call me a pussy or, you know, you suck at this game or fuck you. When I do like really good, they're like, fuck you. You're, right. you're like smurfing or whatever. So it's run the gamut. People and, are going to want to know what smurfing means, by the way. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I guess I should. Um, basically, it means when you create account, you create another account outside of your main account on like PlayStation or something, and you go into a game where there's rankings, uh-huh. and you purposefully rank down so that you can play in shittier games to basically bully people. Right. Right. Or or there's other reasons like uh like uh Southie is really good at Overwatch, right? Mm-hmm. So. I'm I'm a decently good gold player. Salfie is a high platinum, low diamond player. Mm-hmm. So he's good at the game, and um, well, he's better than he's better at the game than than I am. And so his accounts are all, um, the accounts that he plays with us are like gold accounts, but he's way better than that. Right. So he would technically be smurfing, not on purpose. He's not like doing that to fuck with. Sorry, people. I'm so good. Right. I mean, he's just uh. his his accounts stay low because he always groups up with you know fucking loser gold friends <laughs> that he has. Um, so yeah, it's not always like a mean thing to do, but there there are people who do it purposefully. I actually we encountered we encountered this group we were playing with, and uh, none of their none of their characters were moving. They were just standing still, mm-hmm. and I, I, I was like, I have to know what's going on. We thought we were like, what the fuck, man? So we steamrolled them, obviously. Right. And then I messaged him. I'm like, what, what's going on, dude? And he was like, we're we're deranking to bronze. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, okay. So some some people will go, they'll derank all the way to the lowest. What, and then, what's the point though? Just to troll people? No, I think it's well, yeah. Some some people do it just to troll other people, and they're it's fucked up. You just you go into a game. You go into like a silver game and you know you're like a grandmaster mm-hmm. and you're just stomping people. And it's like, what what do you get out of this? Yeah. What joy do you get out of this? Sick. This sucks. Sick fun. They just ruin it for everybody else. Um, but then there's other people who derank for the challenge of going from bronze back up to where they were mm-hmm. and seeing if they can do it. So hmm. there is that. Yeah, I say, why would you bother putting in all that work to derank? It's like you're wasting a ton of time. Just Dude. People who play Overwatch as much as these guys play Overwatch, mm-hmm. that ain't nothing but a word, homie. You talking about time? That's all they got is time to are fuck in, around. Are in they Overwatch. in prison? <laughs> no, but I mean, think about it. Like the people, all I got is time. The people who still play Overwatch are people who absolutely, positively love the game, right? Because most people have jumped off that boat. They're playing Apex, Fortnite, mm-hmm. fucking. Nobody, people aren't, I mean, there's a lot of people still playing it, obviously. It's still the biggest hero shooter, though, right? I mean, as far as... All the other ones else? died out, basically. What, what's the competition? Uh, I mean, I guess Apex would be kinda, but... I mean, Apex is more popular 
streaming. Hmm. I mean, Overwatch obviously has the league. Right. So that helps them stay relevant. Yeah. But like outside of that. What is like a what four year old game or something like that? It's about three, three years. Three yeah. year old. And they're supposed to, they're supposed to come out with the second one pretty soon. So, which is interesting because they constantly update the first one. They add new characters. They add new maps. Mm-hmm. They add new mechanics to the characters. So, a second game kind of seems pointless. But you know, I'll 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 stop boring people with Overwatch <laughs> talk. Because we, we can get deep into that. Sure you could. Let's uh, let's get into these brewskis, my brewski. Uh, tonight's beer is from the Southern Tier Brewing Company. It is a seasonal IPA, or I'm sorry, a seasonal um, IWA? It's an Imperial mm. Wheat mm. Ale. It's the Citrus Punch. Let's go in. Do they, uh, they don't even have something to fucking, come on, son. <laughs> no cold read no they have it, it's all in the box yeah so we don't get that i just thought it was interesting because i've never seen an imperial wheat that is interesting it's a it's a bold 8.5 percent yeah um, not only is it it's an imperial wheat but it's also like usually don't see them going that strong on a seasonal right and uh, okay, so we have yeah, a, a, a little bit of a description here. Ale brewed with grapefruit peels, tangerine peels, blood orange juice, and natural grapefruit extract. Mm. So I know you, and if you don't taste every single one of those things, <laughs> it's getting at least one point deducted. Not necessarily. Uh-huh. Let's just see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Let's have a good time. This is the One Bear In Podcast. <laughs> straighten up in here <laughs> not that it's it's not dirty per se i mean i like i like the mess of it all but i want it to be a little more a little more open mm-hmm. i don't like I, I feel yeah i feel squeezed in you know yeah i'd like to keep it uh office level of clean you know yeah yeah simplify less clutter yeah let's like let's minimize yeah fun yeah. Feng Shui. Feng Shui. Hmm. Where would you put the drum kit? Up your ass. Would you keep it in here? Yeah, in your ass. Hmm. Yeah. I can't walk around with it up my ass all day. <laughs> be making more noise than there than usual. <laughs> man, if I, man, I wish I could fart on cue. It just would ah, it'd just be beautiful. You fart on everything else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I guess just. I mean, I don't. I don't want to have to. You know. Um, deconstruct it and put it you know put it back together every time you know yeah it's it's not too bad though you just stack it folds up pretty easy yeah so you get that in the corner i need to get this fucking thing out of the way this big fucking there's a uh maxim left some big ass speakers they're like um live speakers yeah they're huge like it's like what you see in a conference yeah they they're like three feet by three feet they're they're massive 
speakers mm-hmm. that just take up so much room. Yeah. Get that out of there. Do something about this. Maybe get like my own mic stand. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Small uh, quality of life improvements for the studio and the podcast. Right, right. You right. guys won't be able to see it at home, but you'll feel it. No, but they will, though, once we get on YouTube. Ooh, previews. But, but that's also, I mean, that's also the reason why, you know, you want to make it a little bit more. Eh, we'll talk later. Okay. I'm trying to think of like angle wise how 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 we should film it to like fully encompass everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want it to look like a uh, terrorist video. Yeah, <laughs> right. Somebody's about to be beheaded or something. <laughs> right. It's a blank wall. Yeah. Well, we'll put stuff on the walls yeah. and everything. Get and some then, swag. Yeah. Get some get some swag. Some swag. Some swag. Actually, that's a that's a good segue. If any of you listeners out there would like some one beer and swag, tell us what kind of swag you'd like. Yeah, you know, yeah. You'd like some stickers, hats, shirts. Looking into some swag. Get some swag. Yeah, shirts for sure. I've been wanting to make shirts. Just period. Yeah, well, those know, shirts are pretty standard. Just to have them. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I want some good, nice stickers. Yeah, some stickers cool, definitely need stickers. High quality decals. Mm-hmm. Maybe we make buttons. Yeah, pins, things, mm. that, things like that. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, someday. Yeah, my back, my back is killing me. Oh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the club. Yeah, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. It's like it's from just standing. Yeah, all the time. You gotta stretch out more. Yeah, I do. I need a stretch throughout the day. They say like every hour, just give yourself a nice little. Just get a good mm. stretch in. Yep. Does that help? It does. Yeah. yeah. When I remember to do it. Yeah. But see, the, the thing is, the difference is, I'm sitting all day, so I have to remember to stand up, yeah. walk around, do some stretching. You can't get one of those desk thing lift. Things. We ha- we have standing desks, but I just for some reason I can't stand and write at the same time. Like concentrated writing, if I'm writing a blog from scratch, yeah, I just can't get my head straight when I'm standing. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I, I think it's just because it feels like I'm at like a terminal, mm. and I'm just you know writing something real quick, and I'm gonna run afterwards or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel committed standing. Mm. So I mean, I, I'm sure I could get used to it, but it's just kind of like after like half hour or so, I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna sit back down. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved being able to uh, change levels whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Made me more comfortable. Yeah. Well, it's good just to, I mean, even if you just move your chair up a little bit and move your desk up yeah. at the same time, just to move, change your arm level, yeah. your uh, eyesight. Just don't like sitting and, and lurching over. Yeah. A, like little T-Rex arms. Yeah. And you just, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, I guess quick little update. Uh, still going strong at the diner. Mm-hmm. Only for, well. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> let that let that silence hang in the air. Okay. No, I uh, I uh, I uh, you know I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to figure shit out. You know, mm-hmm. just been just been trying to really really figure out the 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 next step, the yeah. real next step. You know, yeah, like the the real life. Next step, it's just been, it's brown. It's brown. Difficult, difficult. You know, 
trying to you know you 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 stand there in the kitchen and you're just thinking like what am i doing here mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah what's what's happening why am i here not not in like a a depressed way but in like a logical like what am i doing here mhm why am i why am i here yeah what's next well what what are you looking for from that answer cuz i feel like most any job's going to give you that feeling unless it's like literally your passion yeah i i know i don't uh i don't have a passion <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i think it's this and i think it's music but i'm saying something that you can work a nine to five with yeah that's that that's what i mean is like there's nothing there's nothing out there yeah there's nothing you know yeah. and i think that uh, that's always been the problem and i and and that's i think recently is what i've been kind of coming to grips with uh-huh is that it, it there's there's i'm i'm just tired of pretending like there's going to be that next thing mm-hmm. that's going to be the thing yeah you know so i mean as far as like a 9 to 5 it just i have to find the thing that i can tolerate basically yeah well that's the thing like uh you know as a as a youth you usually think like i'm never going to settle for something i'm not completely 100% passionate about like, yeah. that's not the life I want to live. That, at least that's the way I thought about it. And I think a lot of people in our generation do. Um, but as you get older, I think you start to come to grips with the fact that it's okay to live your passion after work and on the weekends. It's okay to do a nine to five that you maybe don't love, but allows you uh, to pay rent, to pay your utilities, to buy the stuff you want in order to live your passion on your time off. Yeah. You know? And that may sound like settling, but I mean, that's the reality for, I'd say the vast majority of people. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Nobody does. Nobody (laughs) wants that, but you know, it's not a defeat as long as you're able to continue doing the thing that you love. Well, what if I I just didn't do that though? You, if you didn't find a nine to five Mm -hmm. that you could live with, I just kept going from job to job to job to job until. Uh, that doesn't sound like a good retirement plan to me, but I mean, you can <laughs> go ahead and see if you can get a 401k every, uh, every couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not thinking that far ahead. I don't know if I'm even going to make it to that point. Yeah. Well, that's a long time. None of us may. We'll see. Yeah. Right. I mean, by the time we get to that age, there ain't even going to be no fucking social security left. Yeah. Uh, Florida's going to be underwater. Yeah. So, so see you at the beach. Right. Yeah, the beach that starts at Georgia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just. Um, yeah, I, my. You know, my dad always. You know, he's he's always like, you know, when when you get that that job that full that full time job, you know, you you sign up for their benefits. You know, you get the four hundred one k blah blah mm-hmm. blah and all that stuff. And they've got a pretty nice one set up from their jobs. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, I don't know. I just don't think I'm um, ever going to get to that point. Well, I mean, you won't if you don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't want to do there it. There you go. I don't I'm just saying do you don't have to frame it as a defeat or as like you're you're completely settling on life because, mm. you know, you, you may not be doing your passion in your nine to five hours, but every other time outside of that is yours. 
yeah. do whatever you want outside of that. And you have security. Yeah. You can get a house. You can have a family, maybe. Yeah, but it's so much time. It, oh, it is. It is. It. I, I'm not saying settle for something that you're miserable in because that's a vastly different story. You should never do that. You should never settle for miserable because the majority of your life is spent at work. So if you're spending most of your time miserable, think of what kind of person you're going to be by the end of the day. A miserable fucking miserable person. person. Yeah. Right. So you can't be doing that. But I'm saying if it's something that you're not, it, you don't have a, a passion for, you don't wake up thirsty to start your day and do it, but you wake up and you're like, all right, here's another day. Let's do it. Yeah. Sometimes that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think we're programmed, man. Mm-hmm. I think we're just programmed to believe that kind of stuff, man. I think they got they got us thinking that that's the life that we have to live, man. We stay on the on the wheel, man. Yeah. You know, the fucking rat race, man. When in actuality, there's another life, man. There's another option. You just say fuck society, man. Hey, are you listening to me? No, I'm tweeting right now. Yeah, tweeting what? Marco nothing is such good. a dumbass. Nothing nothing good. Nothing funny. Hashtag one beer in. Yeah. 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 Post something on the one beer in I have been. page. Have you? Yeah. I don't I don't follow the page. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, this is as good a time as any to tell people. Uh we are active again on our one beer in podcast uh Twitter account. Yeah. So feel free to join us on there. Yeah, we've had we've had it for a while, but uh uh, we just didn't really update it as much. It's just like, um, you know, when you're when you're trying to get things off the ground, some some stuff goes by the wayside, and then some stuff you're just like, do we need that right now? Is that something? Well, it's something that you see in in my job a lot. Whenever people are figuring out what social media they want uh-huh. for their company, and they're like, give me everything. I want right. to be on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It's like, sir, you're uh, a law office. You don't need to be <laughs> tweeting that often. Right. You know? Right. So it, it, it all depends on what you need. And I feel like, you know, it's not a bad idea for us to get back out there on, on the tweets. It's yeah. just we need to stay updated with it. Which we'll is keep, keep the people informed. Get back out there. Yeah. Like we're dating again. Yeah. Try. Just try. Yeah. You just got to try. We'll just try a little bit. Yeah. So if you want to see some more up-to-date things, we'll probably be posting on that more frequently than the rest of our social media pages. Yeah. I mean, Um, obviously the Instagram is always going to get the picture of the beer, right? Beer of the week. Yeah. But, uh, occasional times we go out to events. Yeah. But, uh, that's another thing. I just, I have, I haven't left the house. (laughs) I haven't left the house in so long. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's just been so long. Yeah. Other than, I mean, we went to sideward, um, like what? Two weekends ago. Two weekends ago, yeah. Other than that, I haven't I haven't left the house in so long. Mm. I've just been trying to, you know, I've just been poor, really. <laughs> yeah. If I'm, if I'm being completely honest, right. you know, just uh, catching up on the time where you weren't having a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. It you, when you when you don't have like a big savings account, like there's there's some people who like, yeah, I'll just kind of see what happens, you know. I just just keep my options open. I kind of dip into my savings a little bit, see what's out there, mm-hmm. and that's cool. Yeah, but if you don't have a savings account set up like that, like oh, you just oh, 
I did that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was me. Yeah, I, uh, I spent basically a full year unemployed, uh, <laughs> and my savings account has never looked the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's never recovered. No, it really hasn't. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was laid off from my first real big boy job as a social media manager. Mm. Um, and after that, yeah, I just I hopped from freelance gig to freelance gig, but it wasn't anything you know, solid enough for me to make a living off of. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And luckily I found the place I'm at now. And, uh, but that, that time spent was like agony. I'm somebody who doesn't really like spending a lot of money (laughs) and just watching that number go down and Mm. down and down. It hurt a lot. Yeah, I'm sure it did. You fucking, you know what? Shut up. (laughs) You cheap bastard. Yeah, no, I feel you though. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I, I, I don't. I haven't even spent that much money, but it's like you know, bills are just gonna keep coming out. Nothing's gonna stop that. Oh yeah, no. You still owe me two beers, so. No, I don't. Do yeah. I? Yeah, from Sideward. Oh yeah, for oh I thought I thought you meant beer of the week beers. I'm like I I paid you for those. <laughs> I definitely paid you. Oh for no, those. I mean personal beers. Yeah. I was playing on the podcast, so it was recorded. Uh huh. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just gonna pull something up. <laughs> Is it your IOUs? <laughs> <laughs> my, my, scroll, my, scroll, my scroll, 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 scroll. IOUs. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. You know what? I think. I think. I think we've spoken about ourselves enough. Yeah, probably. You people don't. You. You don't. You don't get. You don't get this inside track on who we are. I don't even have a. I, I erase the bio on my like dating accounts because so I've noticed it says nothing. It just has your picture on it. No, it doesn't say nothing. You know what it says? Uh. It says I am ugly and I am proud, and then it's quoted to uh, SpongeBob. Mm. That's all it says. Okay. So it's yeah. enough to scintillate. Yeah. Well, that or make them chuckle. Mm-hmm. Let them know there is a connection there. Right. Oh, uh, I know SpongeBob. I yeah. If you know SpongeBob. I know SpongeBob. Yeah. What would you off the top of your head? What would what do you think you would put in your bio? Uh think about it. Okay, now th- now now keep this in mind. Okay, it's not like it's not like your Instagram bio or a bio at your job. It's just or something to catch like somebody's that. attention. You're tr- right? not somebody the opposite sex okay. who you are trying to fuck and or court. Okay, so you have to okay. think about that. You can't just put like you know. Uh, this is my job, and I'm into music and movies and right. blah, blah, blah. Nerd. Like, I mean, people will see that and just think, like, that's boring, <laughs> you know? Oh, wow, you're trying to date, date. Oh, 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 wow. Ugh, Jesus. Like, I you, learned you something think about I, you. You think I want to know who you are as a person? Ugh. Um, I would put too hipster for you. Too hipster for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a turnoff for a lot of women. I'm sure. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Turning them off since 2012. <clears throat> no, I think, yeah, I think... I think uh, Grill daddy. I think it's smart to... Uh, <laughs> I think it's smart to just... To put to put something... Like, if you're going for a, you're going for a certain class of criminal, right. you, you want to... You have to know your type. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you put something like that... I think you're you're what you're doing is 
you are shrinking your base. <laughs> right. But at the same time, if 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 all you get is matches of women who get the joke, yeah. Then it hopefully works. you're getting mostly quality women. Right. Right? I'm so glad I never had to worry about this. Oh, man. <laughs> no yeah, I would just put crippling anxiety poppy. Yeah, that one would be good. There's yeah. a lot of people just, just dealing with that. You'd get a lot of, like, same, dude. Right. Anxiety's the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one would be good. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> it's a it's it's a struggle. Yeah, I'm sure. It's so stupid. I, I, get, I get a lot of matches, probably just from people looking at, you know, my pictures that, you know, admittedly show my best side. Mm-hmm. I know how to work them angles like a fat chick. <laughs> And, uh, high angles, <laughs> and soft lighting. So you get, you get a lot of matches there and then you, and then, and then, and then it just doesn't go anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. Count your lucky stars, my friend. Mm-hmm. Count your lucky stars. All right. So it's, it's, uh, what's today? The, the 22nd of August. Okay. Okay. This past like five days have just been filled with announcement after announcement after controversy after news blip. I mean, the Amazon forest is currently burning. Right. It's on fire as we speak. And uh, there should be a link to something that you can donate to. Hold on. I know there is. People have been posting. <laughs> I saw I saw something on, on Twitter. Is um, that gif of... Uh, uh, Denzel Washington where he like holds his chest he's like oh my god thank you god mm-hmm. oh I thought it was and it was, the person was like I thought you was talking about the Amazon warehouse <laughs> wow yeah yeah I thought that was funny and I don't care if you people don't think that's funny I thought it was funny I don't care <laughs> I don't care I don't care it's funny to me uh, let's see Amazon rainforest Oh, God. The second thing is Donald Trump. How to help Amazon's burning rainforest and the charities to donate to. Let's see. All right. This is a long-ass article talking about educating yourself, reduce, reuse, recycle, donate to a charity. Six charities that work to help the Amazon forest have received at least three out of four stars from Charity Navigator, blah, blah, blah. Here are the links. So there's the Amazon Conservation Association, the Amazon Conservation Team, Amazon Watch, Rainforest Foundation US, Rainforest Trust, and the Rainforest Action Network. So those are places that you can donate to that um, are legit places to donate to. I like that they have a thing, cha- Charity Navigator, to find like, to, to, to like rate charities and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I'm always like, I'm always like, I, I want to donate, but I'm like, fuck that. I don't know where this money's going to, what they're going to use it for, you know, if this is a legit company or whatever. Right. So, especially when you hear shit about like FEMA or the Red Cross and you're like, you know, it's always so suspect where your money's going to. Mm-hmm. When, when you can't trust the Red Cross, you're like, well, who the fuck? Who can you trust? Right. So yeah, uh, if you wanna if you wanna don't if you wanna do more than just retweet and criticize other people online, which I saw a lot of, there's people like we we talking about chicken sandwiches and fucking Amazon rainforest is burning. And I saw I saw that facetiously and I mm-hmm. saw it uh, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I just like the <laughs> I like the reply that I think you uh, retweeted. Mm. I was like, oh. Guys, let's put down our sandwiches, get off Twitter, and go save the <laughs> let's go, Amazon let's rainforest. All go save the Amazon rainforest. Let's do that. Yeah, it's just it, it it's just so stupid when people do shit like that. It's like, look, man, you're not more woke than anybody else. You're not doing it. A, a lot of people's replies to that were like. Um, uh, quoting the tweet and then uh-huh. it'd be like a picture of like a person on a couch or like somebody in bed with their phone <laughs> and it's like yeah that's exactly right. what you're doing what are you doing I don't I, you're not what are you flying doing, sir, to ma'am? Brazil and helping the, you know what I'm saying right. like you're not um, doing unless, anything unless I see your lo- tweet location was from Brazil right I'm, your tweet location should say Amazon Rainforest. <laughs> right. And there should be a picture of you in a firefighter. it should uniform. just have a flame emoji right. that's all it should that's say it. Uh, uh, otherwise Shut the fuck up. up. Shut up. You're just like everybody else. You're Uh, just like everybody else who didn't know this was going on. It had been going on for like 18 days before mm -hmm. it like made the news, which that is wild bananas. Well, you know why uh, people are saying that. Tell me why. It's because the president of Brazil, uh, President Bolsonaro, apparently uh, uh, is is Trump-like in the worst ways in which he is... uh, he ran on a platform basically saying that he was pro um, kind of knocking down a lot of the rainforest. Really? Yeah. And uh, I didn't even know that was a platform. <laughs> okay. I may be mischaracterizing a little <laughs> bit. He's not a Captain Planet character. Right. However, <laughs> we have to knock down the rainforest. Knock down the entire rainforest. Um, he... Uh, uh, under his watch, apparently, this is according to Vice, thirty-nine uh, percent increase of rainforest was uh, apparently lost. To what? They like just it, they just they can't find it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gone. Okay, here's a, a direct quote from the uh, the Vice article. Bolsonaro campaigned on loosening deforestation restrictions to promote commercial interests. Right. And as president, he's followed through. Since he took office in January, the Amazon has lost about 1,330 square miles of forest, which represents a 39% increase over the same period last year. I just, I don't understand how that could be a thing that people run on. That's crazy that anybody would be like, yeah, you know what? We don't need it anymore. Right. We don't need it. It's one thing for it to be a byproduct of humans just being humans, right? Like the coral reef is decimated because we're pieces of shit, right? Right. It's another thing to actively say, yeah, that whole chunk, we could take about 50% of that shit, turn that into condos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. We're good. That's wild to me. Well- even even worse about this president, uh, he has started to blame NGOs for setting it up, which are NGOs? nonprofit organizations. Yeah. yeah, he's now saying it was. He doesn't have any facts to back this, obviously, but he's saying very Trump-like. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's them starting these fires just to make me look bad. <laughs> Wow. He came out and said that. Wow. That was real. Wow. So, uh, you know, learning from the best. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we gave you guys 
a couple of charities to donate to if you want to actually do something about it. If you want to continue to tweet about it and criticize other people, that is also your prerogative. Well, there's, you know, tweets aren't completely without merit because it gets the word out at least. That's true. I mean, we wouldn't have known about it without um, people going on Twitter and being, you know, super, you know. I, what what I, we need a word for people who are so woke it's annoying, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because that's just what that's all that Twitter is filled with mm-hmm. is Nazis and fucking <laughs> people who are just overwoke. so woke, overwoke. Yeah, you're just like shut up, hyper woke. We get it, okay? We get it, and then some of it is just like. You know, I, I don't even want to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> don't fall in that hole. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Okay. But we got some other shit. We got other things to talk about. Other things. Other things. So, uh, in the spirit of other things to talk about, it's time for the brews. Read the news. We need the... We'll get it, guys. We'll get it. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a, 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 a high-powered offense, okay? This is a this is a, a train that is fucking moving. Okay. Okay? Do you yeah. understand? Do I you, get it. Do you understand? Yeah. I feel it. I'm not, I'm not bald. I shaved my head. Do you understand? <laughs> you understand? I understand. All right. First things first. Uh, this is... We, we, you know... It's been a, it's been a while That's since we... Yeah, it <laughs> Since we've kind of um, <clears throat> gone down the, the nerd culture, video game news kind of thing, other than obviously our E3 special. Mm-hmm. But this one really caught our eye because it's very interesting, the kind of ramifications that it could have and just kind of the, like where the, where video game, where the video game community is currently. It's just very interesting to mm-hmm. us anyway. So... Um, trying to look at the date. At some point, they were doing they were doing this um, Reddit AMA. Not yeah. not like a. I don't know if was it officially an AMA or if they were just answering people on their Reddit. So the the developers of Apex Legends came out with respawn. Uh, yeah, respawn. They they came out with these um aesthetics and different things that you can download in the game right loot boxes and cosmetics and shit like that right and people were upset because obviously everybody always gets upset at microtransactions Mm -hmm. because that's i mean i'm not i'm not above it i don't like microtransactions right i excuse me i fucking i mean my my theory on it has always been if you give people the option to grind and earn those things mm-hmm. or pay for them and get them a faster, right. fine. I'm yeah. good with that. You want your money. If people are willing to spend the money, you give them a choice. But if you lock it behind a paywall, that makes me not even want to buy your game. Mm-hmm. That upsets me. Right. What so, if the game's free? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Because... That's what Apex Legends is. Right. It's a free-to-play free. game. Right. And the stuff that they're offering, they're like... Hey man, the game's free. And you know what? To that point, Apex Legends is a game is a free-to-play game that has more to do and more stuff in it and is more enjoyable than pretty much every free-to-play game I've ever played. Yeah. And so 
if they want to charge people things, if they want to lock stuff behind paywalls, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, fine. They gave us almost a full game for free. Right. This isn't like um, like Warframe mm-hmm. or some other games that you've played that are free to play, and you're like, yeah, it's kind of fun, but mm. it's empty. Yeah, you have to pay for everything. Which people say now, Warframe is like a fully fledged game, but when you know when I played it, it just was kind of. When I played it, it sucked. Yeah. So I mean, if if they've stepped it up, you know, sorry. I haven't played it in 2019. Yeah, missed the boat. Yeah, that's, yeah. So apologies to the devs at Warframe if they've stepped it up. But Right. Anyway, there were some devs who were answering people's questions and things like that on Reddit Mm -hmm. about the microtransactions. Now, we have to say, once... There was a pushback on the microtransactions. I, th- I don't think it was the microtransactions themselves. It was the price of said mm. loot boxes and things like that yeah. that upset people. And so there was a pushback. And then uh, Respawn was like, okay, we heard you. We will lower the prices. Mm-hmm. But then there was a lot of people who thought, well, they just did that on purpose they were they were trying to see how much they could yeah, basically to, to like push the give price. them an inch they'll take a mile kind right. of thing like if people don't say anything we're just going to fucking push it until they fucking say something right this led to uh as this Forbes article says a clash between the developers and the gamers on the oh, Apex uh, Legends subreddit I I saw that article read the title <laughs> oh oh there's nothing crazy about this it 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 says like uh, uh, the exchange is unacceptable. Oh, they must have. They must have changed it. Yes, they updated all, it because all, the the Forbes article I read, it, the title was like, "This response is outrageous." <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? Yeah, they, um, were, no, they were all, big all, mad. All this says is Respawn CEO apologizes for Apex Legends Reddit fiasco. Mm. So, two developers angered by the level of ire and abuse they were receiving from Apex Legends fans hit back and hit back hard, calling gamers, quote, asshats, dicks, <laughs> and freeloaders. Uh, let's see. I love yeah. Okay, I love the, this. the article that I saw, the title is uh, There's No Excuse for Response, Unprofessional Response to Upset Apex Legends Players. Yeah. By Eric Kane. Yeah, that's that's a... uh, Yeah, same guy. Same guy. So he must have just updated it. Yeah. Um, I think... Well, I think there was... I think it might be two different articles. I think Mm -hmm. that that one that you were reading was an opinion piece, and this one is just Just the the news. Just the facts, man. Yeah, just the facts. And that's really all we need, dude. We don't need your opinion on it. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for, okay? Exactly. Stop taking our jobs. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 Oh. 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 Right here. Here's a. Here's a little blurb to kind of um, to uh, to to bolster your point. Mm-hmm. I wrote all about this yesterday, pointing out that no matter how badly anonymous gamers on Reddit behave, professional game developers have no business lobbing these kinds of bombs, fanning the flames, and genuinely stooping to that level. Yesterday afternoon, Respawn Entertainment founder and CEO Vince Sampella issued an apology on Twitter. 
on Friday, we gave Apex Legends an update. I'm sorry, Apex fans an update on how we were changing the Iron Crown event. Some of the team then joined a discussion with our community on Reddit, and things got to a pretty bad place. Some of our folks crossed the line with their comments, and that's not how we want Respawn to be represented. I apologize to any of our fans that were offended. Uh, but Zampella didn't throw his devs under the bus either, noting, quote, I will always stand behind the team here at Respawn and support them on speaking out against some of the toxic and nasty comments aimed at their families and loved ones. But we shouldn't contribute to it when we do comment and add to the very thing that we want to prevent. Mm. Last week, we blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So devs got death threats, essentially. Yeah. So here's the thing. All right. Let's let's just kind of uh, put this in a neat little bow. The devs jumped on a Reddit sub uh, 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 excuse me they jumped on a subreddit to answer fans questions about the pricing of these microtransactions and loot boxes and stuff people on that reddit or that subreddit jumped in and argued with them lobbied death threats you know just insulted them and their families and the devs instead of jumping off the subreddit decided you know what i want that smoke today i'm yeah. here for it yeah. and they responded in kind so <clears throat> I guess the most interesting thing, I guess, about this whole interaction is we've gotten to a point now in entertainment where we are just so close to the people who are creating the things that we enjoy. Yeah. It's at a level now that I don't, it's unprecedented. You know, a couple years back, you didn't have this kind of access to the people who created the things that you liked, right? Uh, so for video games, for instance, you didn't know who the developers were. You didn't. You, you couldn't mm. just contact them. You had to find out who the dev was. You had to send them a letter. Right. You'd have to send them a letter. You'd have to email <laughs> them. You know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't just, you couldn't just pop onto their Twitter account, or or catch them on a subreddit, some message board, and just start shitting on their whole existence. You couldn't do shit like that. Yeah. And I think that. The ease in which that we we can reach celebrities and just the people who you know make the shit that we like, I don't know. There's 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 I think there's some major drawbacks. Yeah. You know. With that being said, <laughs> I don't know, man. In my opinion, fuck them. <laughs> fuck those fans. I think the devs were you know. Obviously, it's not. It, it it's hard to say. It's obviously not professional mm -hmm. to do some shit like well, that. Well, you're speaking in a non-professional uh, 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 area, right? You know, you're but, not at a press conference, right? You're not at a at some formal interview. This isn't some con. It's not a press release. No, I. If I'm the dev if I'm one of the devs, I'm just. What if I'm just some programmer? Well, I'm just some coder who like. Mm -hmm. I just made the guns look bluer. Right. That's all I did on the game. And I jumped in to answer some questions. And then some anonymous guy was like, fuck you, your family. Fuck your wife. I hope they all burn. Like, I will kill your wife. Like, that. that's the kind of shit that, I mean, for me personally, I've said this before, but we're children of the internet. And so we've. I have been doing things publicly probably for the better part of my entire life you know i've been putting mm -hmm. music out for public consumption so i'm ready for 
people to be fucking pieces of shit to me. Like yeah. I, I'm, I, I've seen it enough happen to other people that I'm like, I'm gearing for it right. personally. But from like an outsider standpoint, if all you did was jump into a, a message board to answer some people's questions and you're getting death threats and people, you know, saying really fucked up shit about your family and stuff, how are you supposed to handle that? You know? Yeah. What are you supposed to do? There's there's a few quotes here uh, that I can I can read through that was the developers what what they said that are that's being scrutinized mm. right now because I think hearing it out of context and not hearing the full comments make them sound worse than they well, really were well, and that's what all these articles do is just post the things that they said without any kind of context without any kind of you know where this came from and all that stuff so go ahead so uh, these seem to be highly focused on individual people not the entire community yeah but you know people extrapolate that mm-hmm. and what they want out of it all right so here's a quote hey everyone found the dick i was talking about guess what i didn't even read your comment except for the first sentence and last this kind of garbage doesn't want a reply but lucky for you i already made a comment about this earlier go find it okay. yeah that's nothing wrong with that i mean it was a little abrasive right Another one. Um, okay, so somebody replied to him saying, yeah, but he called someone a dick, not you in particular. And that dev responded back, I think technically I was calling gamers dicks. I don't know. I had a spicy lunch, feeling it. <laughs> a spicy lunch. Um, feeling real spicy right now. Okay, so this one. Uh I've been in the industry long enough to remember when players weren't complete asshats developers, and it was pretty neat. I forged a bunch of long-lasting relationships from back then. Would be awesome to get back there, but not in, and not engaging with toxic people or asking how high when a mob screams jump is hopefully a start. That seems pretty level-headed to me. Yeah, that doesn't sound that bad either. All right, here's the freeloader's comment that everybody was talking about. Quote, there is a wealth of data available on how monetization works in free-to-play games, and we are we ourselves have run tests by putting skins on sale in the store. The amount of people who spend is crazy low. Most of y'all are freeloaders, and we love that. And a change in price doesn't move the needle. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you serious? That was it. That's what he said, and that's the controversy? Yep. yep. That's it. I mean, that's basically... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the uh, the community manager said, so it's fine for you to call us liars, full of shit, and other personal attacks when we communicate an apology and update to the event, but we're immature when we call people out on it. Got it. I mean, and, and you know, you it has to be so fucking frustrating for those devs to have to... Who, mind you, their sin... Is trying to make something that people like to play. Right. <laughs> and charging money for it. That's so fucked up, man. That's I understand. So I understand when it's these circumstances where it's like there's there's uh 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 price gate locked things where like you have to pay money to get a gun or to get unlock a a, a, a character that's gonna perform specifically differently. Yeah. And I understand that there are characters that you unlock you you can unlock with money in this game. Mm. But it's also a free to play game. Yeah. You don't need them. You don't need anything in this game. 
you can just go in and play for free for as long as you want. Yeah. All that's free. I just, I don't get the anger. That's because it's ridiculous. And and the guy, Eric Kane or whoever that was who wrote that article, it, it is unacceptable. There is no circumstances in which they should be speaking to the community this way. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Especially that freeloader comment is obviously, he said tongue, uh, tongue in cheek. Yeah, excuse me. It is said tongue in cheek. Right. Clearly. Clearly. That's but when you, when you take all of those quotes out of context, like you said, it makes it sound way worse. Everything that all of those quotes were fucking benign. Yeah. Super, super innocent. Like they made it every article that I read about the thing mm-hmm. made it seem like they were on there fucking cussing people out. And right. Well, and, and you wonder why a lot of these big video game developers have such strict rules uh, for like what they can say publicly or not. Yeah. It's because of this. Yeah. If you, if you react like a human to anything that the community in your gaming sphere says, suddenly you're this asshole. Yeah. And they can use that against you. Well, yeah, that's, that is the thing. It's like you, you don't want to... You don't want to open yourself up in that way, and um, it, it's just smarter to have that level between yourself and the community. Yeah, because well, and on top of that, you have to realize that whenever you're speaking, uh, especially with a handle that says "dev" uh, for a specific company, you're speaking as that company. Yeah. You're not speaking as yourself. So that's a big PR thing that I think they need to clamp down on now apparently yeah. for self-protection I mean, they should just they just just stay out of shit like that have to now it's unfortunate yeah. though because like that's the that's the benefit of the internet you can have that conversation yeah but people don't want to have that conversation they want to yell at each other that's all it is <laughs> right i think it's smarter for i think it's smarter for devs to do things like like what jeff jeff kaplan does i love bringing it back to overwatch jeff <laughs> kaplan is the the director of overwatch and basically what he does is he'll he'll just he'll either drop a video saying, you know, this is what's coming or he'll drop something on like the the Overwatch Reddit or subreddit and just be like this is what we're doing. We heard your complaints blah 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 or he'll just be like this is what we're doing. And people are like, "Ah, it's bullshit." And it's like, "Well, I don't care. I'm I'm, I'm out of here." I didn't I this isn't a discussion. This is right. an announcement. Yeah. Well, so that's, that's it, what that should have been. Mm-hmm. If they were truly going, our bad, you're right, we overpriced it, we, you know, maybe we weren't thinking about the community as much as we should have, that's it. Just put out a release, throw that on the subreddit, say, this is, this is what it is. This is what we're going to do going forward. And you see people jumping in and saying, this is bullshit. You guys did this on purpose. You wanted to see how far you could drive the price up. Mm. Just fucking ignore it. Right. What's, it's not, I mean, it makes you feel better in the moment. But now you've got this con- this controversy built out of nothing. Mm-hmm. For what? What did you gain from this? Right. Well, and th- there's like an angry mob mentality now where people are like, fuck this game. Right. There's, we hate there's, it. There's always that mob mentality with shit like this. Mm-hmm. But they want money from us. Mm-hmm. Look, we've spoken at length about the problems with microtransactions. Mm-hmm. And trying to get as much money as you can out of people looking at you, EA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and loot boxes and stuff like loot that, boxes too. Loot boxes in general. But see, there's there's things like, again, 
I just have to, I'm going to do it. Overwatch. Mm-hmm. They're doing it perfectly, man. Yeah. It's, you, you pay full price for the game and then, and then they give you, they give you skins, new maps, new characters, mm-hmm. all for free. Yeah. And then they give you the option to pay for, like, so, like uh, some of the cosmetic stuff. Like, the game is the game. Nothing that you pay for affects the way the game mm-hmm. plays. You're only buying cosmetic stuff. So if you want to spend the money on cosmetic stuff, you can. And then some of the skins are like limited time things. Yeah. So like they're only for the holidays mm-hmm. or when the Olympics Special come around, events. stuff like that. Yeah. Otherwise, they've been just doling out free content. And no one should be allowed to complain about what Overwatch has been doing. If you don't, I mean, some like bugs don't work. And if there's like a mechanic that blah, 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 I get that. But the way that they've treated the community yeah. at large. Well, I, I, yeah, I think largely that's reflected. People don't seem to complain about Overwatch very no. much. And um, that, but I think what I, I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is developers should take a page out of that book. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you don't have, you know, some people don't have the, 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 the deep pockets that Blizzard has. Well, but Respawn is under the eye of EA. I was just about so. to say, I think Respawn does right not to say like they shouldn't charge money or but, whatever uh, but to be fair again uh, this is a different model because we're talking about a 60 dollar game in overwatch versus a free-to-play game i wonder what the impetus for that was in the first place well i think it was exactly what it what happened which is it got everybody playing it day one yeah they were in instantly and because apex is a game that you could charge full price for. sure yeah i mean add in a couple more features yeah i think you're good to go yeah um but or i mean even just release it with a a full roster because they have what like four or five characters automatically unlocked something like that um but they have a, a couple other ones that you could pay the pass for to get them and they're they just added another character recently so like those things are paid but I mean, Fortnite does the thing where Fortnite is also a free to play game that makes you that charges you for cosmetics and stuff. But right. they just say each season you you pay for the pass and you mm-hmm. get everything in that season. Yeah, seems to be working out pretty fine for them. I mean, which is what, uh, from what I understand, uh, Apex is doing too. They kind of have like season passes. Season passes, right? Smart. So I yeah. guess you just have to follow the market. Yeah. You can't just jump out and be like, yeah, well, these are worth more than Fortnite. And it's like, says you. <laughs> you don't you don't get to decide how the market goes. Right. And mind you, like, these people, they're they're being paid to to study this. Like yeah. there are professionals on their end that are looking at the data and how much people are spending for what and you know what they need to stay afloat. And they're a company, so yes, they're trying to take your money. Yeah. You know, hopefully it balances out and what they provide you is something worthwhile. But if it's not, you don't have to buy it. Yeah. So I, I think I think unfortunately being under the EA banner has hurt them mm. because of just the, the general consensus that EA is this money grubbing company. So prove us wrong, EA. <laughs> so I, I think in this scenario, people are hungry, unfortunately, for respawn, because respawn is a great developer. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for them, they're, they're they're catching some of that EA heat with this scenario. Yeah. I feel like it would have died down a little bit more quickly if they weren't under that banner. Yeah. So. 
Eh, well, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? They'll be fine. They'll, They'll be, be fine. fine. And if they're not, like, whatever. Everybody forgets. I don't play Apex anymore anyway. You play Apex still? I haven't. I love Titanfall, though. I love Titanfall. I love the Titanfall world. I love how it plays. I want more Titanfall. Yeah. I, well, they were thinking that Apex was going to be their baby. Yeah. Like, we're going to focus on Apex. Yeah. Oh, they said it multiple times. They're going to do other things in the Titanfall world, but sounds like Titanfall 3 is uh, not in the cards yet. Yeah, well. So, that's all them. I want. That's all I want. Give me a Titan, Titanfall 3. That's how I feel about it. Three. All right. In more important nerd culture news, uh, big movie news. Um, movie news. Let's just, I mean, let's just get the obvious out of the way. Yeah, Spider-Man is out of the MCU. Mm. Let's just drop that one with no fanfare. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Holland is out. Of the MCU. Of the MCU. Right. Yeah. Not of Spider-Man. He has two more movies to make. Well, they, they, I mean, they said that um, Tom Holland and, and Zendaya are not going to be involved. Who said that? Um, I, I guess he has a contract with Disney that says he, he's not involved. I didn't see that. Hold on. I'll pull it up. Yeah. From what I saw, it was that uh, he is contracted to take part in the next two, two or three Spider-Man movies, um, whether or not they're involved in the MCU or not. So, I saw an article somewhere. Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't just like a Twitter meme that got you really mad? <laughs> it could have been. Yeah, I hadn't seen anything about that. Oh yeah, maybe it was just a meme. Oh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think it was just a meme. Mm-hmm. I guess he just he's he's gonna um, portray him. Period. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, okay, Sony, uh, Sony. I mean, okay, if it's if it's just a, a Spider-Man movie without the implications of a larger Spider-Man universe or uh, um, uh, the larger MCU, right? I mean, if you're a fan of Spider-Man. I mean, it could still work, honestly. How? Okay, let's just say we're probably going to get into spoilers for uh, Far From Home. Sure. Uh, So leave now or forever hold your peace. Um, How the hell would they deal with what happened at the end of Far From Home without the MCU? What do they need the MCU for? Happy. Happy's his new mentor. So they don't need him. I don't really need him for the narrative. I guess the the okay. So the end of Far From Home. Yeah, spoilers. The from the uh, the end of Far From Home. The the post credit scene. We find out that Jake Gyllenhaal's character, uh, Ma- uh, Magneto. Magneto. Um, <laughs> he's revealed to the world that Spider Man is Peter Parker. Right. Right. So obviously that's what he was going to have to deal with in Spider Man Three. Right. Right. They also did a really cool thing where they reprised J.K. Simmons Mm -hmm. as Jonah. J. J. Jonah Jameson. Which is something that harkens back to the Sony Spider-Man anyway, right? Uh Uh-huh. 
So technically, you could say it's still within that universe, the Sam Raimi universe, right? Obviously, tonally, it's not. It's definitely not. Obviously not. Spider-Man didn't exist before Tom Holland in that universe. No, I you know I understand that. What I'm saying is, let if we're reimagining the universe without mm-hmm. the MCU and it's just a Spider-Man universe, okay, you're kind of they've it's built in such a way that they can like close the loop. Yeah, because the the thing <sighs> about Far From Home was other than the subplot of uh, Peter Parker feeling like he has to fill these lofty shoes left for him by Tony. Yeah. So Tony's suddenly, death. suddenly Iron Man doesn't exist when he was not his that biggest he doesn't mentor. exist, but like they just don't have to mention him. I think if you scale down the movie in a way like Ant-Man, for instance, Ant-Man works period. You don't need the MCU for Ant-Man. It just yeah. works. Man, I really miss Tanny snark. <laughs> Danny Snark. He was a metal a, guy. M- metal dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. And uh, to be honest, it's better for it to happen now because this is the end of like a chapter for the MCU. Yeah. So they can be like, okay, let's pretend that the rest of the Avengers that are around still just are off doing their thing. Yeah. Don't have to worry about it anymore, Spider-Man. Yeah. It's just you and your own little world. Yeah. He doesn't have to be a part of I Honestly, dude, they're going to reconcile. They're going to figure this out. I think so. There's too much money on the table. I think so. See, I, I'm of two minds on this thing, this entire thing, because sure, like I, I was heartbroken when I heard the news that Spider-Man got taken out of the MCU mm-hmm. because... I mean, it, it it shows in the the money alone. This is the first Spider-Man movie to hit a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the MCU has treated Spider-Man very well. Mm-hmm. I'm very attached to the character. I'm attached to the the world that includes this larger world within it. Right. Um, <laughs> however, it's Disney, and Disney owns everything. Yeah. So it hurts me a little bit to have to root for the big guy <laughs> right in this yeah and it, you know a lot of people are saying obviously like nobody really knows what was going on behind the scenes here unless you're in the board meeting or whatever the negotiations but a lot of people are speculating that you know all this was was disney throwing their dick around and going okay go ahead see what happens yeah see what happens go ahead we'll give you a week see what happens and they did the announcement broke and suddenly everybody's saying fuck sony yeah. You know, and everybody's against this. I've seen a, f- a few people here and there going, oh, you know, I think Sony will do a good job and it'll yeah, be because, fine. Because they look at the Spider-Verse into the right. Spider-Verse and right. say, well, look what they did with that. And yeah. it's like, dude, there are so many things that make that movie great without Sony's involvement. <laughs> right. Right. Like yeah. there's, there's nothing that Sony contributed to that that made that. The license. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Right. So let's relax with the praise yeah. of Sony because yeah. they made a good uh, animated movie mm-hmm. like okay I mean they did well with the video game they allowed that to happen and they allowed the, the Into the Spider-Verse to happen they allowed that to happen but part of the charm of that was it was so referential and mm-hmm. the skins that are in the game are MCU skins and you knew that there was an MCU involvement yeah somewhat somewhat but um, yeah I mean I, all that being said I'm kind of in this in this middle space of, of 
wanting him back in the MCU, but also going, I don't want Disney to own everything. And uh, this is kind of bullying tactics for Sony. On the other hand, is multi-billion dollar company. So I don't feel that bad. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I think Sony's going to be all right. They'll be fine. They'll yeah. be fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, for one, would prefer Spider-Man to stay in the MCU. However, which way they can make that happen. If they have to loan him out like they do with the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, where he's only involved with group efforts like he was with uh, Thor. Yeah. That's fine. Find a way to, to put him in there. Because I think he matches well with the rest of the team. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I mean, once they brought back uh, James Gunn, I thought... There's nothing a fat check won't fix. Mm-hmm. And once Disney saw the backlash, they were like, we lost our golden goose here. Right. We can't make this movie without him because he is a guardian as much as the cast is. Yeah. People are attached. This is a niche movie that was made successful by the clever writing and directing. Mm-hmm. And we need this person involved or this movie's not probably not even going to get off the ground. Yeah. If we if we lose him, we might lose Drax, and if we lose Drax, who knows how many other <laughs> cast members we could lose, or the charm, or like, it could have been a disaster. Right, right. And so I I now am at a point where I'm like, there is nothing a fat check won't fix. Well, even in, in, in the statement that uh, Sony pictures put out they essentially say like we hope this will change yeah in the future well yeah and so. and they, i love i love that their their press release was like it ain't us <laughs> yeah like yeah. you can put it in as many words as you want but they basically were like that's on them sorry that kevin feige is too busy kevin feige doesn't want to do he didn't want to deal with it which even that doesn't make sense no for them no. to be like, yeah, he just had too much on his plate. Really? This <laughs> too too much on his plate to have another billion dollar movie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making too much money. Ugh. We are we are too successful. <laughs> you can have the property back. We've made too much money with it. That's fucking That's insane. Silly. Yeah, so that I read that and I was like, you're so full of shit. That's how we'll never know what happened in those negotiations. Yeah. I can I can yeah. see that it was Disney probably going, yeah, just throwing their weight around like, yeah, we got a fat dick on us. Let's see what you do without <laughs> Check this. Check out a hog. Let's see what you do without this hog. Eh? Check out a fat hog. See what you fucking do without this. Eh? <laughs> uh-huh. You're going to live without this? You can't live without this. <laughs> you need us. You fucking need us. You need us. You need us. So... I think all in all, I I just don't think that there's just no way, man. There's just no way that they make that movie without uh, Marvel's involvement. You know, they said that ooh, Tom Holland unfollowed Sony <laughs> on uh, social media. Ooh, 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 oh my goodness! I don't know why actors do shit like that. Well, I mean, from what I saw, he followed them right back again once the news came out. Like, I think somebody pointed out to him, like, hey, people noticed that. And well, like, why All would right. he do it? Why would he do it? Why would he do it? I don't know. I don't what, know. What statement are you making? Especially if you follow them back once somebody points out to you, hey, bad PR move. He's also, like, 17. I don't know. No, fuck him! <laughs> well, now that everybody's speakers are broken. I wonder how old, how old is Tom Holland. He ain't 17. I think he's, like, 17. I, I'm gonna say twenty. No, he's like seventeen. He's twenty-three. Dude. No, he's like seventeen. 
I mean, he looks 17 for sure. I mean, they cast a really, really good person to play somebody who's going to be in high school for a while. Yeah, but he's 23. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. They'll be all right. It's going by a Spider-Man age. They'll get it worked out. They'll get it worked out. And um, this is all. I just think that this is something that probably should have just stayed behind closed doors. Yeah. I just can't imagine that this. They walked away from the negotiations going, well, I guess that's it. You know, we're, our marriage is done. Well, After you, you, all of this. You could, I, even in the press release, you could tell Sony was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, they Sony would have preferred them to keep behind closed doors. They don't want people coming out with this. Yeah. But I'm sure immediately after the negotiations, the negotiations, Disney was like, hey, leak this info. Right. Go ahead. Right. Go. This is what yeah, happened. I mean, it probably was a strong arm move. Absolutely. There's no question in my mind that that's not what happened. That's fucked up when you think about it. That's, that's a fucked up move, man. It's fucked up to do. strategy. But, you know, hey. It's it's billion dollar company versus billion dollar company. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be ahead of that shit. Don't you know? Whatever. That's that's how sharks stay alive in this game, right? Damn, he is twenty three. <laughs> what what did, you, what did you think I googled? <laughs> I th- I thought you didn't Google anything and you're just lying yeah, you just to I everybody. That. Well, yeah, I, I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it. You know they'll they'll get it straightened out, and uh, he'll be back. What? <laughs> We're dog sitting. Sorry. Dog. Um. All right. One last thing before we get out of one here. One more thing. One more. One more thing. One more thing before we get out of here. We have we have to discuss this just a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about this. Or feel about the movie. Actually, I, I have a pretty good idea of how you feel about the movie, but the the Matrix trilogy. Yep. Probably one of the most. I think. Tragically bad trilogies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the best way to put it. Yeah. But inversely, one of the most successful trilogies of all time. Mm-hmm. They've made millions of dollars. Yeah. And. Each movie was more successful than the last, hmm. which is ironic because each movie got worse. Yeah. You know what I think my, my, my theory is on this? Matrix, original Matrix, classic movie, still fantastic to this day. Yep. Matrix 2, bad. Um, mm-hmm. Some cool action set pieces and stuff, but bad movie overall. Yeah. When people saw the second one, they're like, okay, well, they're going to finish strong. We need to see how this whole thing wraps up, right? Right. And then the third one came out, and everybody's like, oh. "I mean, it was it was too big, it was too popular for people to not see how it ended." Right. You know, I mean, when's the last time you see a movie in a, a third movie in a series like didn't do well? Yeah. You know, That's like true. people go to see like once you start beating the horse to death, you yeah. know, Rocky four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, dude, we get it, <laughs> but. If you've got a, a movie, like a trilogy, you're like, people are going to go fucking. You know what? Let's. I got a good way to test this theory. <clears throat> let's look at Let's look at the Hangover's numbers. Oh, interesting. Because the Hangover, when it came out, the first movie, was wildly successful. One of the, one of the most successful R-rated uh, comedies, comedies of all time. Yeah. Uh, it made $467 million at the box office. That's Hangover 1. Okay? Let's look at Hangover 2. 
Hangover 2 made 586.8 million, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's already almost a $200 bump. Yeah. A $200 million bump. And then Hangover 3. Panned, by the way. Yeah. Panned. And uh, 20% at Rotten Tomatoes. And would you look at this? It actually made less. $362 million. Hmm. Still a success. How much did it cost to film? $103 million. Okay. So it was still a success, but not as successful as the second movie. So people still showed up. Right. So this kind of shoots a hole in my theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's science, baby. You got to go with the facts. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> after years and years of speculation, of rumors, we finally have a legit announcement. We are going to get a Matrix Four, mm-hmm. and we are going to get Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss coming mm-hmm. back, plus one of the Wachowski siblings directing, writing, and producing it. And also, apparently, a lot of the original cast that hasn't been announced yet will return as all, well. All I care about is seeing Keanu. No, Larry, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, were you going to call him Larry? I was gonna call him Larry. Larry Fishburne, yeah. Well, because back in the day, that's, he went by he, Larry. He, yeah. Remember, he went like yeah. every, he watched all his old movies, and it's Larry. I thought, you know, what's funny. I I was watching some. I don't remember what movie it was. But it was a movie he's in, obviously, and it said Larry Fishburne, and I was like, I was an older movie, so I, was <laughs> I like, wonder if he's related to Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I thought it was like his dad or something. I yeah. thought like. So wait, is there a Larry Fishburne and a Lawrence Fishburne? Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, yeah. So yep. uh, Larry, our boy Larry. Right. I really am only concerned if, is if he comes back. He has to. Yeah. He has to. I mean, if you bring the entire original cast back. Why wouldn't he? You know, he, him and Keanu, they're cool. Yeah. You know, he, he's in John Wick 2 and 3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All makes perfect sense. Yeah. I just can't imagine. Uh, but... Money talks. Money talks, baby. Mm. And if they don't give him the check that he thinks he deserves. Yes. I think I think Keanu would be able to be like, hey man, just come do this thing. I don't think so, man. You gotta think this is gonna do fucking numbers, numbers yeah. bro. This is gonna fucking boy, oh boy. Matrix yeah. four. Yeah. With the with the kind of goodwill that Keanu has right now, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, I think that's their biggest cash cow right now is Keanu. Because, yeah. you know, as we said, two and three, though successful, people don't look back fondly on. No. And it's been so long that I think nowadays people look back at the Matrix like it's Jaws. You know, it, yeah. it's just this thing that happened before that people tell you to watch. But, you know, have well, I... People, well, people only think about the first movie, even though Jaws, there's like four Jaws oh, yeah. movies. Yeah. They just kept making them. Right. And they all kind of suck. They're awful. Yeah, everything other than Jaws is terrible. So you're like, but but people always look back on Jaws fondly. It's they a classic do. movie. It's they of, do. It is one of the greats. And The Matrix is one of the right. greats. You just forget about two and three. So if you make a fourth, you bring back the entire original cast. Mm-hmm. I think people will just forget about all the bad and just think about all the good. Yeah, I just thought of what if they made Jaws five? I guess it'd be at this point. Mm. They already uh, did that. It's called 47 Feet Under. D- directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Right now. 
uh, I don't. I honestly, I don't even remember any of the sequels. So is he supposed to be alive still? No, he's dead. Okay. No, wait. Richard Dreyfuss is not. Um, uh, Roy Schneider is dead. Okay. In real life and also in the movies. In the movies, but, yeah. yeah. He had like a heart attack or something. It's really I in hate, the movie. Yes, I hate when they kill off characters in between sequels. Yeah, I don't like that. It's awful. Not a fan of that. No, I hate the the well. Uh, speaking of, they do that in the Matrix. Yeah, they, they kill off the the one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tank and uh, tank and dozer. Dozer, right? They kill off the younger brother, even though he survived his attack. Yeah, and he's and and uh, Trinity. She's like, "Are you all right?" He's like, I'll, "I'll be fine." And he survives throughout the rest of the movie. And then he asked for too much money, and, and then he, he asked got for too much money, and they were like, <laughs> "You know what? How about you're dead? Yeah. How about you're dead now?" Yeah. So I wonder if they bring him back. Ugh. They can't bring him back. He's I dead. mean, he'd be back in like flashbacks. I guess he's not even. He'd be too old at this point. True. Yeah, he would be too old. Yeah, so they just can't what, bring him back. Which is my question about uh, Neo, because yeah, Neo, he's dead technically. He is in the real world. Yeah. So if they brought him back somehow, he'd only be in the Matrix, which in which he wouldn't really age unless maybe he mentally is like, okay, this is how I'd look now if I were alive. Yeah, but he would only be a, unless he is alive, he would only be a program in True. the Matrix. I think, I don't know. The way I read into that is like he's now a spirit within the Matrix. He's not actually dead. Well, know? even if he's a spirit, he is technically a, a, part, a program. Yeah, yeah. If he's part of the Matrix. Just code. Yeah, he's just code. So right. it could be whatever the Matrix wants him to look like. I wonder if he'd be the star of it then, or if he'd just be like a this well, the movie, being in the, the movie. The movie ends with uh basically the architect of the uh, i've watched these movies so much <laughs> and and what's funny about this announcement is i actually watched the trilogy like a month ago right so i'm like re- I'm super i remember fr- you I'm watching super it fresh. Yeah. yeah so uh the the third one ends with the architect and the oracle discussing um uh now that neo has helped the machines um fight back because uh, uh, basically the way that they convince the machines to help Neo is Neo's like, look, man, uh, Agent Smith is a problem for humans right now, but mm. he's going to be a problem for you guys. Right. Once he's, he takes he's a over, rogue thing. Yeah, he's a program. Like, you're not going to be able to stop him. Let me go in. I can stop him. Mm-hmm. So they make a deal. And now the machines are anybody who wants to be in the real world they're going to give basically they're giving people a choice mm-hmm. if you want to be in the real world they will wake you up and take yeah. you they, out of the they morpheus everybody right pick so um so that's going to be a huge i wonder what they where they go with that like mm-hmm. that's basically if they go from matrix revolutions the narrative starts from there and we kind of see where they go from there yeah. i'm interested to see what they do with that they could theoretically just start over because that's honestly that's what the matrix is just a reboot it is literally um, a literally computer reboot yeah, it's just a computer reboot right narratively the matrix the story of the matrix has already happened six times yeah and neo is just the anomaly of mm-hmm. the mathematical equation mm-hmm. And he's the sixth time that this has happened. It's like, uh, it, it reminds me a lot of Avatar, Last Airbender. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it's it like is. It's like just a exactly reincarnation of just this a, thing. Right. And this thing has happened every, it's happened, uh, we've seen the end of the world, 
and the the one has to make the choice blah 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 it's happened already mm. multiple times so they literally could just do it again yeah but this time have like neo come back and he's like no we can't make that choice <laughs> blah 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 blah, blah. So right it's gonna be really interesting mm. where they go with it regardless yeah, yeah. You got better fight choreographers. You've got better technology, mm, so the special effects are gonna look better. Right. You know, you've got better writers. Hope. Well, we still have the Wachowskis. Well, mm-hmm. one Wachowski, mm-hmm. which is another thing. Why wouldn't both come back? Yeah, I'm interested to to learn why they both didn't come back. Yeah, maybe one's over it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're like, I'm not going back into that <laughs> yeah. same fucking thing. We've done yeah. enough. Yeah, we did three of them. Yeah. We did three, and we did the Animatrix. Like, how many? How much more do you want to do this? Right. But they haven't done anything else. They've done a few things. Nothing big. No, I, recently they haven't done yeah, anything. I think the last thing I remember is Cloud Atlas. Yeah, and that movie bombed. Yeah, didn't do well. Yeah. So, I guess uh, go back to your origins. Yeah. 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 It's what everybody's doing, dude. Reboots, sequels reimaginings mm-hmm. it's all the same shit even the shit that we love it's the same shit what you want to go outside i think she wants to go outside. i think she needs to go outside yeah. i think that's a good that's probably a good place let's go outside. outside let's go outside. Yeah, go outside let's all go outside all right but before we go outside let's see how we feel about these beers one last swig for the road mm, mm. i only had a drop left mm, yum, yum. Mm. what'd you think obi I love this beer. It's really good. It's all the flavors I enjoy. I really like that grapefruit, a uh, little bitterness to it. And uh, yeah, I mean it's strong, but it's not like you're you're drinking liquor, uh, which is pretty surprising at an eight point five percent. And mm-hmm. it's a wheat ale mm-hmm. out of all things. I'm not a huge wheat ale person to begin with, but I love this beer. Uh, very good flavors. Very well balanced. You have to like citrus, obviously. So if you're not into that in your palate, then probably skip this one but i give this a five all right <coughs> big fan five big fan uh i'll give it a 4.5 although i agree with your assessment of it mm-hmm. uh citrus uh the, the i mean we we've said it before grapefruit and ipa or grapefruit and beer period mm-hmm. excuse me if you're going for like a bitter beer you use grapefruit as like a base yeah um as long as you do it right you know you 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 got yourself a winner, mm-hmm. and this one's very, very good. The, the The flavors do come through pretty well. Wheat ales, wheat ales always make me fucking congested. So <laughs> if, if like over the course of the show, you're like, he sounds like he's getting sicker. It's because of these fucking beers, man. They always do it to me. Uh, but eight point five, pretty high. Uh, if you like high enough that you would expect it, the like the alcohol taste to be kind of overbearing. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't uh, take away from the flavor. Mm-hmm. So, 4.5. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So, 4.4.5 for myself, a 5 for you, sir. This has been the One Baron podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Like, sub, share. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We're going to go walk the dog now. Yeah. Just freaking right. out. Jesus freaking out.